Am I good enough? Can I even do this? Is my situation even relatable? We have all had these fleeting questions at one point in our mind when doing something risky, thinking a certain way, or saying something out of the ordinary. These are some of the thoughts that all people, especially undocumented immigrants, struggle with at some point in life. But as you will hear from Manny Wells' story, there's a way to beat the odds and overcome the overthinking. My name is Sabrina Lay, and welcome to episode six of Inspired by Immigrants. This podcast is sponsored by Rocketta Labs. Rocketta Labs is a startup accelerator based in San Francisco Bay Area. Some opportunities the accelerator provides for startups include mentoring and feedback from experienced sales, software, and marketing professionals, marketing on the company website, and depending on if there's synergy, revenue sharing partnerships, and access to our global sales channels. If you would like more information, visit our website at kyoceralabs.com. It is human nature to at times overthink and stay silent in fears of getting backlash. It's also human nature to want to stand up for people and take action. It is extremely tough to have one outweigh the other, but not impossible. Manny Wells is a producer, musician, and an undocumented immigrant from Nigeria. As a creator of Ife Life and Ulala, he has had his eyes set on a purpose that is bigger than music, aiming to impact lives. With the culmination of his dynamic live performances, songwriting, and production, Manny Wells has positioned himself as one of the most promising rising stars, both on stage and behind the scenes in the world of publishing. In this podcast, you'll learn about how Manny Wells' experience as a Nigerian musician and DACA recipient allowed him to share his story through music and ultimately impact thousands of people's lives all around the world. With that, let's get this interview started. So thank you, Manny, so much for taking the time to meet with us today. What inspired you to create Ife Life? Um, so Ife, it's, it's, oh. it's pronounced Ife. Ife means love in Yoruba. I was born in Nigeria. Oh. Yeah, I wanted to kind of like create a space in which like we love people and like the first form of art that we show we love people and people can express their love is through like music. And then from Ife grew into like ulala so like now we have like ulala which means happy to be alive which is like life isn't like perfect life isn't like always sunny but at the end of the day i'm still like grateful for life so like ulala is kind of like under ife life and yeah so that's that's why we created just like a safe space for people to just come into and just be themselves and be grateful for life you know you're you're, you're a music creator you're um, do you produce your own music yeah, I produce my own music. I write it. I kind of like creative direct it as well. And I have a team that really like supports me. So I'm just grateful to be in a position I'm in to be able to express myself in, you know, through music and like visuals. And I'm also an undocumented, I'm an undocumented creative in the United States. So, you know, for those of you that don't know, you know, many is here, um, you have DACA, right? Which is basically yeah. um, uh, Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals. It's a, it's a special program created by uh, Obama in 2012 to help those children that were brought here illegally by their parents. Uh, and so my, why don't you bring us back a little bit? Uh, how did you come here? When did you come here? And kind of how does it, actually, when did you find out that you are undocumented? Yeah, so I, I came here in 2003 with my mom and my sister. 
and my dad was already in the state, so we just came to like kind of like be with him, be one. And I was nine. I didn't really find out my status or situation till I was like 15, 16. A lot of my friends were getting like their learner's permit, and I wanted to do the same thing. So I told my mom, like, hey, you know, I think it's time to take me to the MVA so I could go get my learner's permit. And she was like, screw it's not like that for you. And that's when I fully became aware of my situation. And then uh, when did you apply for DACA the first time? I think right, like as soon as it be, we were able to apply, I think we got it 2013. I've, I applied right away. I don't remember like the exact year, but my sister and I, we just applied right yeah. away. You know, we, we interview a lot of entrepreneurs on this uh, podcast. Uh, pretty much, I think all of them, but we talked to Sabrina were obviously in legal status. But what is it? Is, is there a difference for you kind of mentally knowing that you were undocumented as you were building your career as a, as a creator? How did it inspire you or motivate you to, uh, to build what you're building? For a long time, I felt like I was alone. I felt like I was the only creative, undocumented individual, but that's because not a lot of people spoke up. But then I got to a place where I was like, there's no way I'm the only one out of 600,000, 700,000 plus people that is creative. That's not possible. So I just decided to put it out there like, hey, this is what I do. And I'm an undocumented individual. And from there, I saw that people were inspired, people were motivated, people were touched. So I just decided to continue to speak my truth and share my story. Not, you know, I, I did, it wasn't selfish. It was like, oh, like I could speak up for a group of people that don't feel comfortable enough to do it. And that's kind of like just being my motivation. And ever since I was younger, my mom would tell me that I would speak up for people in, in Nigeria. I would speak up for people when I was here. Like, hey, don't bully, don't do this. So it's kind of like, in my nature just just try to help people and be of service you know people that know that you're undocumented they 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 get inspired because you're you're in the in the public eye you're performing what do you think is the one thing that you take from first of all being an immigrant and second of all being undocumented that helps you stay motivated every single day i think it just makes me push forward and think that i have i have something deeper that i'm working for and working towards First, I'm Nigerian, so I'm not just speaking for, for Nigerians. Uh, I'm not just speaking for black people. I'm speaking for undocumented individuals. So when I think of those like dualities, I just always feel motivated because I know that if I was speaking for myself, I might get lazy. But I always think of like, yo, this is, this is way beyond me. This is for like the next group of people. This is for the next generation. And when I keep that in mind, that's what like motivates me. I'm thinking about family. I'm thinking about friends who are in the same situation or predicament. And I'm like, okay, just keep going. Like no matter what happens, just keep going because this isn't just for you. This is for everyone. I love that. So is Ife Life like your recording company or is it? Ife Life is the company, is the LLC, is the business. Ife Life is like alphabet for, uh, for Ulala. So Ulala is like my Google and everything business runs through Ife Life. Got it, got it. How were you able to even bring this idea to life? Like how were you able to kind of like become this entrepreneur, let alone, you know, also having to go through, you know, like going through DACA with that, like the struggles that you were going through. So how were you able to kind of like bring it to life? I think I've always been kind of like business minded and me deciding to take the independent artist route because I don't have a, I'm not signed to like a major record label that put a little bit of pressure on me to kind of learn about business, to learn about the music industry and the entertainment industry. So 
one of the first things is I had to understand that, okay, I have to treat this as a business and things have to run through the business. This isn't like I do a show and you're getting paid just straight to me because, it, you know, taxes and all that stuff, yeah. isn't ben- it, it, won't, it won't benefit me. And also because I'm a doctor recipient, I just felt like I needed to do everything correctly and on the books. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we have a team and we have business advisors and then we have accountants and I'm like, Look, we need to do everything correctly. I don't want any trouble. I don't want any smoke from the government or the system. I think that's the that's the main motivation and just kind of like wanting to build a legacy, you know, like this isn't really for me. This is for like, yeah. you know, family. This is for like future generations. So I had to mm-hmm. push myself to learn. Yeah, you're basically like ba- like creating that step forward for other individuals. Yeah. Did you have like any limitations because you were undocumented when growing your business? Was there like things that you wanted to do, but you just were not able to? Oh, yeah, for sure. Like I think the biggest thing was not being able to travel outside of the United States because in 2017, I toured with an artist by the name of Jadena and Mm -hmm. I wasn't able to do the Canada dates. Because from what I remember, Trump had gone in office and the tour happened so quick. I didn't have enough time to like apply and then get approved. So I wasn't able to go. And then right after that, like advanced parole wasn't a thing anymore. God willing, it continues to grow and it gets to where we wanted to get to. But we have fans in like Kenya, South Africa, Nigeria, my hometown. Like for the past two, three years, we haven't been able to do any activations there. And that's been kind of like limiting because our impact is growing there and we wanted to expand on it and continue to do great things there, but we weren't able to. So we were kind of like stuck in the States. But I'm also grateful because it just taught me to use and activate and work on what's just right in front of me now. So so how are you able to like get outreach to those countries, you know, in Nigeria and Kenya? How are you able to connect to fans over there? Shout out to the internet. Early on, we noticed that people from Japan were liking the song, Australia and Kenya and Nigeria. We were like, how do we continue to connect with those people and reach out? So like we would have like mailing lists, we would update people. I would respond to comments and fans like, hey, where are you from? Thank you for supporting. And, you know, people really appreciate things like that. So we just continue to build on that. And I still continue to do that. You know, obviously, the bigger it gets, the crazier it gets. But, like, I'm really appreciative of it because I wouldn't be where I am without, like, the support that I have from fans. And, you know, Manny, we, me and you, we met on TikTok. On and, TikTok. Uh, and so uh, how do you uh, see the power of social media play a big role in your career, but also in the fact that you can use that to um, talk about your status and inspire others. Because, you know, I, go, I talk to so many DACA's and other immigrants, they're actually getting depressed right now. They feel like there's no solution for permanent uh, green cards uh, for immigrants. There's no hope because Biden is not doing what he was promised us to do. And first of all, how are you using social media to um, amplify your brand? But also, are you using it also to uh, bring hope to people in many ways, immigration and non-immigration? Social media is really key for my brand, like I was saying, given that I wasn't able to physically be there. So back in the days, you would hand out your CDs, you would go do open mics, you would do shows. Now, like there's a new form of handing out CDs, which is just putting it out there in front of people. And, And as far as like spreading hope, it's something that, I'm really cognizant of. I want to make sure that I'm sensitive to the landscape and what's going on and like 
one, reaching out to the people that are connected to me first. Like, hey, like, can you educate me on what's really going on? What's this? What's that? And that's why I even started following your page because I was like, oh, he's tight. He's talking about stuff that I don't know. Right. And then from there, it's like creating content and pieces that's just authentic and genuine to me. If it doesn't feel authentic, I wouldn't put it out there because I don't want to put stuff out there and it looks like, like I'm trying to do things for myself. Like I want to make sure like if I spread a message of hope or the undocumented community, it's genuine and it's coming from the heart. So those are things that myself and my team, we always think about as we like put out different content pieces out there. And even on like TikTok, I want to be able to even connect with undocumented individuals. But one thing I noticed is that undocumented individuals aren't as brave and outspoken as I am. So like, I want to be respective of them being themselves, but also making sure that there's hope. Like, I believe good things are going to happen. Right, right. Exactly, exactly. And I think a lot of young entrepreneurs are listening to the podcast and they want to know, how do you get started? Especially if you are an underdog in the sense that, you know, in this case, you are undocumented, you finally got DACA, but how do you get started and how do you continue? What, what motivates you every day? Let's say you have an idea and you want to do it. What is the first step? I think one of the most important things is doing a little bit of research on what it is that you want to do. Sometimes we, in this generation and in this space, we do too much research and we learn too much and don't execute. I think experience is the best teacher. So it gets to a point where like you learn the basics of what you want to do. And the next thing is to just execute. Like if you want to make music, the basics is writing a song, getting a beat or learning how to make the beat, you know, going to a studio to record it. Then how do you get it on the streaming platforms? Put it out there. And then, okay, now we, how do we get more people to listen to these songs? How do we connect with a community that I want to be a part of? And I think community and purpose is what like keeps you going. If you're doing whatever you do for a selfish reason, I don't know how long it'll last. But if there's purpose and there's a mission behind it, that's what will keep you going. And that's what keeps me going because whenever I'm down or whenever I feel like things are slow, I just think of the bigger picture. I enjoy family time. I look at my family and I'm like, oh, this is part of the purpose. This is part of the mission. I like that. that. Yeah. Is there any advice to, you know, these young immigrant entrepreneurs, even entrepreneurs who are part of DACA? What is your advice for these folks? The most important thing is to not stop. It's to push yourself to get better. Make sure whatever you do is better than the last thing you did. And just continue to learn and aim to be extraordinary and remarkable because those are things that ultimately make you like stand out. So whenever I do, I'm not pushing for perfection. I'm just pushing for progress. But my progress is still remarkable. It's better than the last piece of art or project that I put out. And when I keep those things in mind, it helps me. So hopefully it helps whoever is listening right now. Just keep going. Don't ever stop because people won't get it right away. Like, oh, you're going to tell people that you're a DACA recipient. They're going to deport you. I went ahead, I told people, started getting messages like, hey, you're, you're inspiring and motivating me. And that motivated me to continue to share my story. So don't stop. Just keep going. For sure. Never stop. Yeah. Can't stop, won't stop. Awesome. Excellent. So where do you see like yourself, your business in like the next five years? I think in simple terms, this brand, we want it to be global. It's already global in the sense that it's reaching people outside of the United States, but we want the impact to be bigger we want to have different activations in in africa and different continents like helping people 
and also activations here that's helping the communities that we care about and we love, the Black community, the undocumented community, and people in need and people that need help. So, and outside of that, just making great songs, making great art, making great music, and helping people make great music because as a writer and a producer as well, like, I will probably never release all the songs I have, but the songs I have could help the next person, you know. As seen from the success of Manny Wells, you can do more and create a large impact by overthinking less and experiencing more. There is no such thing as knowing everything. It is important to embrace the unknown and learn and grow from it. Rather than stopping yourselves from doing what you love because of self-doubting questions, use those questions as a way to learn whether it's weird that you went through what you went through, whether your experiences are relatable, whether you're capable of doing what you want to do. That, my friends, is where the magic happens. Thank you to all of you listeners for tuning in. I'm Sabrina Lay, and I'll see you in the next episode.